0: This is WKOK Sunrise on your station for the best news, talk, and sports. News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Mark Lawrence here, Rob Setter, our fabulous producer. We always appreciate his help and hard work. And Matt Catrillo our news director. He's out there monitoring and uh, rebuking and correcting and making sure that I'm uh, getting more things right here every day. So we appreciate everybody uh, continuing contributing to this uh, today, very much appreciated. On the news line with us now, Joanne Troutman is here, president and CEO of the Greater Susquehanna Valley United Way. We've been so glad to talk to her about uh, many changes and improvements and in our valley and opportunities to help and how to channel generosity. And uh, we all get a feeling that we wish to help out and she's really been a catalyst to make sure that folks have an opportunity to do so. Joanne, thanks for checking back in today. Very mu- Very glad to hear from you.
1: Good morning. Thanks for inviting me.
0: Well, let's talk about the virtual state of the region that's uh, coming up. Uh, To say you have a blue ribbon panel is a real understatement. Uh, Talk about this event that's coming up that folks will be able to watch online.
1: We, um, as you know, like everyone else, we have a really interesting, what we anticipate will be a really interesting fall ahead. This is going to be unlike any other at United Way, and and again, as you know, this is about the time of year that we we kick off our campaign, and what we're really focused on um, this year is really creating a high-quality information-sharing event that really brings a variety of leaders together to talk about... um, COVID and, and other things happening in the Valley right now, and, and what we're doing to plan for the months, of, months ahead. Um, you know, we've got a dozen or more uh, speakers, Dr. Rue uh, from Geisinger, Kendra Acker from EVAN, um, Senator John Gordner, Representative Linda schlegel Culver, um, and many awesome, wonderful colleagues talking about things like health, the economy, um really the community and what the community level response is, uh, and and education. We've got a couple of superintendents and and the CSIU joining us.
0: And needs have changed this year, is that uh, safe to say? Uh, okay, sorry, we
1: change on a dime several times a day, I think, um you know, I think the only predictable thing that has that is uh happening um the last couple of months is is that things are unpredictable. I mean, we've gotten a little bit better about responding and knowing generally where we're gonna need to provide support and and resources. Um, and but, but in general, you know we're just we've just really prepared ourselves to pivot at the last minute at any given time to really just go where we need to go, and uh I just have an amazing team, not just of staff but our board and our incredible volunteers and and especially our community partners who've really really, really stepped up over the last six months. Um, and frankly, have been there when, even when the economy and, and really the, the state was shut down. You know, there were a lot of public services that went fully online. And during that time, uh, although many nonprofits were technically closed, we were still delivering services as much as possible.
0: All right, so this should be informative to find out how all of these needs have evolved. How's our generosity level been this year? Has it been easier or harder to, to encourage folks to channel funding towards uh, help?
1: You know, it, it's a little bit hard to, to predict because we're just now getting into the fall um, period of time where we, will, we would start to see uh, new money coming in. So, you know, we're very nervous. About the fall and into the spring, and for good reason, you know people want to be sure that they're first and foremost that their families and are okay, and that's exactly what they should be doing. Um, you know the challenge at United Way is that we rely, about sixty percent of our giving comes from workplace campaigns um, and businesses, which is a little bit unusual. Um, that's not what you see in other nonprofits. And so given that we have the shutdown in the spring, If, you know, I hate to even say the words, but, you know, if flu and COVID force us to close again, I'm not sure what that's going to look like. We have been incredibly fortunate because uh, we have a lot of corporate donors and found private foundations that have really stepped up, uh, organizations like the Degenstein Foundation, PPL, National Beef, really stepped up during during, um, the initial shutdown and really over the last six months. What we're nervous about is what things are going to look like moving forward. You know, there are a lot of public funding opportunities right now um, that we hope will get us through December 31st. um, But beyond that, it's just a really big question mark. We, We don't know what it's going to look like, and I don't think anybody knows.
0: All right, Danny, uh, yeah, I agree with you. I, you know, we see this, uh, I'm going to call it PPE, but that's not the right number. But uh, PPP f- funding and all kinds of grant money, CARES funding, backfilling in some of the bigger nonprofits around here, and certainly very much appreciated and it helped. But you, you just don't know if that money will be there next year and will the, the uh, donations backfill or h- how will that go. We certainly know the needs are ongoing. If folks wish to participate in this virtual state of the region with uh, just a true blue ribbon cross-section of panelists from across the valley www.svuw.org is uh, one place, or on Facebook you can find that. And this is 100% online, so uh, there's no uh, going to a particular location if you wish to, to see this uh, in person. It's, it's exclusively uh, online. I heard you, ha- you got a strikingly handsome moderator for this, so good for you. <laughs> you secured some some outside help, so very, very yes, good. Yes, thank you, Mr. <laughs> for,
1: Mr. Mark Lawrence. You're well, always there for us, and,
0: and uh, you're, you're going to do a great job. Well, thank you. Yeah, I never have much to say at these. I'm always so fascinated with listening, and so hopefully we'll do that. Uh, It is uh, next Thursday, the 1st, so a week from today. GSVUW.org or on Facebook are places you can register for the virtual state of the region. Uh, You've been probably doing some more collaboration with agencies. Maybe it didn't work quite as much with in the past uh, during this pandemic. Is that true? More collaboration with different organizations like the CSOs maybe, for example?
1: you know it's interesting um our you know our career par- our community partners really have stepped up in ways that they ha- they never have had to before they never have before but i really have found that the work that we have done and the partnerships that we have formed over the last several years have really come to bear Uh, fruit during this this crisis. um, There certainly have been new folks at the table. I mean, we are partnering with organizations like the Salvation Army better than we ever have before. But, you know, our old faithfuls are there. Um, You know, the Heater Center, Time for Teens, um, CSO, Union Center Community Action Agency. You know, all we have to do is pick up the phone and make a phone call and and. You know they're there, and and uh, you know on the flip side, I think we've done a lot of work with organizations like the health systems and um, schools, K through twelve schools, and really even the universities to to just you know it makes it really easy to pick up the phone and say whatever you need, we are here. And they have done that. You know, not every school consistently, but uh, or organization consistently, but but we have have because of the philanthropy that we've had and the team that we've built, we've been able to respond. Uh, With strength. So it's been a really um, gratifying process from that perspective in this really difficult time.
0: Have you participated in the effort to make sure that all of the students in the local school districts that you serve have high speed internet? I believe the United Way has been part of that.
1: We have, yeah. Uh, we if you go to our um, social media or our website, there are free Wi-Fi locations all over the valley and, and beyond. We actually touch about six, six or seven counties um, with that with that initiative. Businesses and nonprofits and fire companies and churches have really stepped up. We have close to seventy locations where families can go and sit and don't have to pay for internet. But in addition to that, we we have purchased. Um, Hotspots for every library So if a family needs internet access And it's not necessarily restricted to education Uh, We've allowed the libraries To make that determination Um, But if you need a hotspot And you don't have internet Or you're late paying your bill You can go um, to the library And get the hotspot And and get you connected Um, And then we have also provided support Directly to the school districts Because obviously our primary concern Is making sure kids have access to distance education who need it, um, and, you know, I know when Mount Carmel shut down uh, about a month ago now, um, we immediately stepped in with uh, the partnership with CSO and made sure that all of those families had a- have access, um, so it's, it, it really is, that is a really ongoing need, um, you know, the counties have done a great job in providing, you know, setting aside the funding with the CARES Act dollars to expand infrastructure, which is really important, but affordability continues to be a concern. Um, so we are working with organization, or with uh, businesses like Service Electric to determine whether there's a subsidy option for families.
0: Just a moment left. We'll let you look to the future. Tell us what's going to be coming up. Of course, we have the virtual state of the region next week. After that, what should we mark on our calendar?
1: Well, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about the equity study quickly. You know, there have been a lot of difficulties um, since the George Uh, Floyd murder Um, and you know we are planning to do a regional equity study and we're going to be having some virtual events coming up this fall that speak to you know how we how we do heal and learn and move forward as a community together Um, from a diversity perspective so we'll probably be back to talk about that. Um, But really, you know, a lot of what we're going to be doing is grassroots this fall. It's going to be very different than whatever we've ever done. So, you know, we'll be delivering our campaign virtually because we don't want to be going in and putting people at risk at businesses and schools and places like that. So, you know, if you want to participate, let us know, and we'll we'll have a, you know, tailor a custom approach to you, your your team, your business. Um, And just we thank you. We thank everybody. I mean, I just – I get emotional, I think, about all of the support that we've had on every level um, over the course of the last six months, I really feel like our community has fared much better than many, and and it's because of the the kind of community we live in.
0: Well, I think you're right. Uh, We we certainly get to know about the the needs and the issues that pop up, and then you get to watch and participate in making sure that those needs are met and and a lot more people are helped. There's still unmet needs around here, but uh, you definitely have mobilized and uh, catalyzed the idea of getting help where it is needed. Thank you so much, Joanne Troutman. We'll talk again. We'll see you next week, but uh, we'll talk to you again, of course, in the months and years ahead and keep everybody informed about uh, the Greater Susquehanna Valley United Way. Thank you, Joanne.
1: Thanks, Mark, and for all the work you do.
0: I appreciate that. That is uh, Joanne Troutman, President and CEO of the Greater Susquehanna Valley United Way, GSVUW.org.